Ephesians 2, um, 14 through 16 says, For Christ himself has brought peace to us. He has united Jews and Gentiles into one people when in his own body on the cross he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from the two groups. Together, as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross, and our hostility towards one another was put to death. He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from it. Nope, guys, skip over that part. All right. <laughs> um, when we forget the unity that we have in Christ, we can build walls between ourselves and others, like cats versus dogs. <laughs> oh. Macs versus PCs. <laughs> Homeschool versus public school. <laughs> Conservative versus liberal. Risky versus cautious. Vaccinated versus unvaccinated. <laughs> Us versus them. <laughs> this is your moment. In 2 Corinthians 13, 11, it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. That was Colossians three fifteen, But said in another way, Die to yourself to make room for his kingdom in your heart. Together as believers in the good news, we are called to the kind of living that doesn't mean absence of conflict, but rather living under the rule and reign of the Lord with all people. The end. The end. <laughs> Thank you so much, Slad Hill community. What a wonderful story, and you guys covered the gamut from the beginning up until Jesus. Well done. Awesome. So now we want to uh, bring it
personal and bring it into today. And just uh, we want to have this couple that's fairly new to us. They're one of several new households who have joined us here during 2021. So I'm going to let you introduce yourselves and share your story. They've kind of threatened to be crazy and out of the box here this morning to me. So I, I just I want to say disclaimer right now. This story is their story. And, uh, and yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll support it or not. I mean, it's just totally up to you. So here you go. Thanks. Yeah, we were kind of messing with him because we thought, well, shoot, we've known him for about a few months now. And he's just going, no, speak to the church. We haven't told you what it's about. She asked me this morning, she's like, did you, did you even tell him what it was about? And I said, well, not really. And so <laughs> here we go. Um, nothing bad, though. Nothing bad, though. Um, so I'm Jalen. Um, this is Noel. Um, we got married um, August 2020, so a little over a year ago. Um, and basically, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the anxiety that she felt around her, the wedding and, and some of the, the things that came about um, and just the peace that was really felt for both of us um, on that day and, and how God showed up so many times um, throughout our uh, dating engagement process, all that, all that good stuff. So um, when we got engaged, it was the leap year of 2020, so February 29th. Um, I remember, you know, getting engaged was super awesome, great. Um, and to me, you know, like a, a wedding was always supposed to be, you know, there's 250 people. It's a big, huge party. This is like the most fantastic thing of all time. Um, yeah, it can be a, a long day, but it's n nothing, you know, never, no, nothing bad ever. I've never had an issue being in front of people because I've, I'm a teacher, you know, I, I love doing this stuff. This is like how I thrive, but that was not for her. And so that was something that I hadn't really ever crossed my mind and never, never went through my mind. I was never like, oh yeah, I have to think about somebody else now, you know, like, so, so when I learned that she had a lot of things, <laughs> And I learned she had a lot of anxiety around it. I was like, oh man, okay, so I, I really have to start, you know, focusing on that and thinking about what are some of those, those other options. Um, and so, you know, through that time for me, my, my role was a big time encouragement, prayer, um, just trying to talk through a lot of the things that I never, it never crossed my mind again. It just never even entered in there. But now there was a time where I had to encourage it, be like, you know, it's gonna be okay. Like, this is, this is for us, this is our commitment in front of God, this is a commitment, like, that's what, this is what God thinks about us, you know, this is, this is his, his works, and we don't have to worry, and so it was a lot around that, it was, you know, things about, you know, thoughts of other people, thoughts of what a wedding was supposed to look like, and all that other thing, so I'm gonna let her share a little bit more about some of that, and then come back. <laughs> um, so, like Jalen said, I have struggled with feelings of anxiety since around high school, and a lot of them are around like being up in front of a crowd kind of like this. <laughs> and um, so that applied in different situations in high school, but my wedding was always like this far off thing that I was like, I kind of have like fear over being in front of everyone on like this very vulnerable day when you're like super emotional and making this commitment. And, but I always kind of put it off. I was like, well, I'm not seeing anyone yet or I'm not engaged yet. And so when we got engaged, then I was like, oh wow, we're gonna get married and I need to like kind of address this fear that's been lingering in my life kind of in the background, um, mostly in my thought life really. And um, so the fears that I was struggling with were being up in front of people, being vulnerable. Um, I was worried that I was gonna like embarrass myself or look stupid, you know, all those things. And um, so early on when we got engaged, I felt, you know, I prayed to the Lord and I said, um, you know, I don't want to dread my wedding. <laughs> it's a good thing. I'm excited to be married. But um, 
I just have all these fears that come over me. And so um, I felt like the Lord really directed me in, in a few different things. The first thing was um, opening up to people around me, like Jalen and my family and friends, and um, just kind of letting them into my anxiety. And so that I wasn't alone in it, it didn't have to be a shameful thing, and um, also they could be praying for me, which was a really big thing. And the other thing that I felt called to work on personally was um, my thought life. Like when I would have thoughts about the wedding, I didn't want it to like go negatively down like this rabbit hole. I really felt called to like shut those thoughts down and turn them into something positive and into not necessarily like positive thinking, like this is going to go amazing. It's going to be a wonderful day. Like part of that, but more like, okay, Lord, I trust you no matter how this goes, like you're with me. And um, so that was something that I started working on leading up to the wedding um, to focus on the Lord because I didn't want to be trusting in fear. I wanted to be trusting in the Lord. And one verse I want to share really quick is Isaiah 26, 3. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Um, yeah, so we actually, so like I said, we got engaged on the leap year of 2020. So that was about two and a half weeks or two weeks before they like really shut everything down. Um, I had a good time sharing that with my class when I got back, like, hey, I'm engaged now. And they're all super pumped. And then, you know, a week later, they're like at home online and it was crazy time. So um, that ended up actually being kind of a blessing in disguise. And uh, I would, I would kind of say like our entire COVID year was kind of like that. And I I kind of hate to say things like that because it was so rough for so many people, but um, that was definitely a thing I felt like the Lord really blessed us with because we hadn't planned anything. We hadn't booked anything. And so many of our friends um, and, and people around us had already um, had a lot of venues booked or they had caterers ready or all this stuff. And they were frantically changing it or thinking of like, what, what do we do? Do we do we do it in a year? Do we do it in two years? What like What's going on? And there's a lot more stress that came about it. And we were you know, in a, in a good spot because we hadn't done any of that yet. Um, and it, it kind of released us from having that large wedding. So it, it was a huge blessing for her. And I, I felt like it worked out well for us. I mean, I didn't care. I just wanted to get married. I was not, and honestly, I was like, whatever, let's do it. You know, let's, let's go elope. Let's go do this, you know. So it brought up some of those options that I'd never thought about. Um, but ultimately, we did. We went through all those options. We decided to just do a small wedding with our um, family and close friends, would have been our wedding parties, essentially. And our, and their significant others and stuff. So it ended up being about 45 people, um, which I have now been recommending to people because it is <laughs> a lot less planning and it was so, so much fun. We got to do everything. It was all the people we wanted there. It's all the people who support us now in our in our marriage. And um, it was it was incredible. So um, we ended up celebrating the rest of it with um, one, one barbecue in Olympia with her friends and extended friends, family, um, they got to celebrate with us. And then one in Eugene, where I'm from, and um, got to celebrate with them. And so it was, it was cool. We got to celebrate with everybody just in different times. And um, it, was, it was honestly such a uh, kind of an amazing thing to think about where this is, could be so, the world was so chaotic and it seemed like everything around this was going very smoothly and, and worked out for um, Noel and I in that, in that moment. So then the wedding day came, well actually the rehearsal, and <laughs> at the rehearsal I cried my eyes out the whole way down the aisle, you know, they turn on the music and you get all emotional, <laughs> and I could barely even see, my dad was like walking me, and I just, 
felt very overwhelmed. And so I still had nerves, even though it was only 45 people, um, which was a relief compared to what we expected to feel pressured to do, like more like 200 or something. Um, but the day of the wedding came and it was really amazing. I just felt a huge presence of the Lord. I felt a lot of peace. Um, it felt very supernatural to me. It wasn't just like your everyday average state where you just feel like calm and fine. It felt like um, things were slowed down, like I was able to be present and like enjoy the moment and um, just not be controlled by anxiety. And um, it made me feel very loved by God. <laughs> Um, so that was a huge blessing, and I think that um, the Lord wants that for each of us. And whatever our struggle is, mine's anxiety, but everyone has their thing. Um, and I just wanted to share one more thing. Um, when I was in high school, I used to pray to God, like, please heal me of this. Um, and I, I didn't understand, like, why he wouldn't do this big miracle for me. Um, but now that I'm a little bit older, um, Jalen and I are, are leading Young Life at Mountainside where he teaches. And um, it's kind of crazy because all the girls that I talk to, like anxiety and stress, are some of the top struggles that people are dealing with. And so it's pretty cool that I have experience in that <laughs> um, and that I can speak into their lives and encourage them and make them feel seen and known and... Um, it's cool to see it now and have more of God's understanding. Um, and so we're going to share one more verse. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Thanks for letting us share. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you both. Yeah, we're just going to officially endorse that story, and so you can take it on the road as an orchard story. We're totally behind it. Really glad that you guys are here. Really glad that you've come to find a home with us right now, and thank you so much. It's just so beautiful, isn't it, this morning to hear, on the one hand, the one story that is so broad, that covers the whole world and all of humanity, and through all the generations, and then to hear a very personal story that goes very deep. But that's who Jesus is, right? He provides peace that both is peace that broadly covers the entire planet, wherever it's needed, governments and nations and, and peoples and ethnicities. And then he's a very personal Lord and Savior and Prince of Peace to the individual, wherever they are and whatever they struggle with and whatever they're stepping into, Jesus is there. He's so good, and he provides peace wherever we need it. I think this is a, a good space to just reflect our worship back to him and say thank you. And think of your own story as we worship this morning. Think of um, maybe the broader story of your family or just the fact that we have peace with God through Jesus, that our sins have been dealt with, that the shame around how we came into this world has been dealt with, and we can boldly come before God, even though we're still just children, even though we're still incomplete, we can boldly come before an almighty God to worship him. And then think, too, of just within your own life, uh, where has he brought peace to you? And let's pray for ourselves and for our neighbors and for our families that we would truly, fully embrace the peace of Jesus 
as we step into this holiday season and as we move together, I just pray that conversations uh, that we have around our gatherings, around our tables are about the higher things and the greater things. The things like the story that you guys just shared, that's where we want to go. I was was so encouraged by the reality that you spoke, Noel, that it isn't just positive thoughts, but it's the presence of Jesus. It's a supernatural power, and it's not just good ideas that humans have, but it's a king who's present within us. That's what we have in Jesus.